Radio's Dream Team. Rick Burgess, Bill Bubba Bussy, Calvin Speedy Wilburn, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. That's right, baby. Team Rick and Bubba's all here. Six minutes past the hour. You can reach us at 866-WE-BE-BIG. We will certainly uh, get to more of your phone calls before the day is done. Will of Meat could spend it any time. Could happen. Uh, it does have toilet paper on it, too, for those of you that still cannot find an ample supply of rump ribbon. Uh, be paying attention for that. So, uh, so Bubba, I, I see that in the break you uh, you went to get your, your sunglasses on. That's not going to help you read any better. Can I, can I pass no, that on to you? That's the problem. I don't have any reading lens in it. But, uh, you know, I was talking to my daughter yesterday, and she, she said I didn't look cool on here, so I thought I'd yeah. hip it up. How's yeah. this? Well, uh, you know what? You, you, you look, you look very, very cool. Uh, and, uh, and, and, you know, very hip, uh, just can't, can't see anything, but that, that's the only, well, I can't read anything. Right. Yeah. That, that's a, I, and you know, you and I were laughing and we've talked about this. I know in our, our podcast last week, uh, when we talked to Chris Tomlin, you know, Tomlin, and at first I thought he had some progressive lenses on, which that's just a way for our generation, I guess, in denial that we're getting older, it's bifocals is what it is. It's just a hipper version of bifocals, right. but we think that's it, Instead of a line, doesn't it just smoothly transition? Mm-hmm. Is that why they call it progressive? Right, but some people can't handle them, and Thomas said he couldn't handle them on the stage because yeah. it can make you dizzy. If you, if, if, you know, some people can handle them, some people can't. Uh, that's it's what, hard walking down steps, Rick, because you're looking down through the readers and you can fall pretty easy. Yeah, I have progressives on, and that's what I wear now because I, I used to just do the reading glasses, and you've heard me tell this story, and I told it in the podcast, until the eye doctor said, would you like to see how you could see all the time? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, and he, and he showed it to me. And then nice. I, I have terrible night blindness too, so the uh, uh, that got worse as I got older. So I had to uh, to go with the progressives, and I, and they don't bother me. I, I I don't I don't have any issue with them, but uh, some people do. But he just really got himself a a hip pair of, of reading glasses because he's Chris Tomlin. He has to be hip. And, oh yeah. And and I have been wondering. I mean, I, I you know I I certainly don't know how Sean Hannity has handled his money over the years. <laughs> I assume he's in pretty good shape financially, and, and could could buy our show and set it to the curb if he wanted to. <laughs> sure. But sure. but but God love him. He's having to use reading glasses now, and you can tell he's worked with the crew that he only wants to read things with it while they're showing B roll. Mm-hmm. What I mean right. by B roll, that's when whoever's doing the show you can't see them like what we're doing right now. Uh, Adler just showed some B-roll, and and so they'll come, they'll catch Sean. Look at this. Look at how it's on the end of his nose. They catch Sean sometimes with these on uh, when they cut to him real quick, and he he barely puts them on his nose at all, and they look terrible. I mean, I mean, Sean, you can get the hippest glasses, glasses, reading glasses the world has ever known. I mean, you, 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 see, look. I don't know if you can see it, Bob, in your setup, but I mean, oh, yeah. not That's right now. Yeah, yeah, but it's. Uh, but anyway, I was going to try to pull it up, but I, I may overload the computer. Okay. Here. I mean, Sean, you can you can get some can. really cool readers. Do you think? Um, because I know, like with me, I, I'm I haven't committed to reading glasses fully. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's yeah. oh, I need some and I right. don't. Right. You think he just has some? It's like okay, when I need them, I'll go to it. But I have noticed that. Yeah, but you're on TV. His, his producers and everybody uh, know the same thing you do. Yeah, because they, they try, quickly, they try, try to so hard not to show it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. As soon as he grabs the switch, <laughs> God love Sean. Get you just some, you know. Here I go. Uh, but, I'm get mine. But I, I didn't. You know, we didn't ask Tomlin this, and I meant to in the break. If he doesn't have progressives and he just has hip reading glasses on, but he wore them throughout the entire interview as if you just had glasses on, doesn't it seem blurry when you're not reading something? Hmm. See, Good that's point. a bad idea. Yeah. 
There yeah. you go. Yeah. So, so, so anyway. <laughs> Did y'all hear that? Yeah. There, there, there we go. So anyway, all right. So I know when we went to the break, it, we kind of went into this. You know, we're in a real serious situation. Everybody acknowledges that. But we really can't do what we're doing if we're going to make it to be anything beyond safety and trying to figure out a virus that's new to us and then getting the information and trying to work plans. I know we got some hard decisions coming up. I got that. But it, but those hard decisions are across the board for everybody. But when this very serious situation turns into propaganda and politics and, and, and you know, I, I know these are all disciples uh, either officially or unofficially of, of uh, Saul Alinsky, and we, we have a, a portion of our country right now and uh, and inside our government that are full-blown socialists slash mini-communists. And oh, yeah. so so large central government is their dream. Yeah. I mean, that's their dream. And and they loathe and, and just hate uh, everybody, uh, the person Donald Trump, the, the president Donald Trump, and anybody who supports that person and that president. Mm-hmm. All these people are considered to be not the solution for the country, but the problem with the country. And they want all of us that, that, that see the world in a more small government, conservative way. And, and even last night, when I heard uh, Tucker Carlson talking about, and then, of course, if you really want to be hated, have that political view and be an evangelical Christian. Um, and you can, um, he said, he said, because he was talking about another attack on evangelicals, he goes, now keep in mind to the left, these are the most hated people. <laughs> All right, so it, and he said, and I'm not even an evangelical, but I acknowledge that. But this yeah. is the, and then I researched and I realized that, like, what does he mean by that? And I thought he might not be, but he's an Episcopalian. And I said, oh, okay. All right, so, so anyway, um, that's true, by the way. I'm not, I'm not exaggerating that. And he's, uh, he did a whole article about that one time. But um, so, um, you know, they don't want to make trouble. No. But, but anyway, so uh, we, um, we, we find ourselves now with the, the drug hydroxychloroquine, mm-hmm. uh, the malaria drug. Some people miss, mixing it with zinc, some with the ZPAC. And somehow this has become, by the opposition to the Trump administration, Donald Trump's drug. How has this happened, Bubba? Rick, I don't know. And, you know, President Trump, look, we're, we're in a desperate situation. And we have some drugs that are already out there that fight viruses. And everybody was trying something just to find something that would hit. And there, a few people tried this drug, which was commonly prescribed for malaria, uh, it also uh, is prescribed for lupus and some forms of arthritis. And it's, uh, uh, you know, it, it's something we had. And they were trying it, and they had what they call anecdotal success. Uh, in other words, they had some people get better after they took it. And it was in small numbers, and then more people took it. And then, you know, we, we see now that maybe there's a lot of people taking it. We're seeing uh, these success stories on TV. It's not a cure. And we don't know exactly how good it works because we haven't had the clinical test. But you know what? We don't have six months, eight months, a year for a clinical test. Um, people are getting better. We don't know if they were going to get better anyway or it made it you know, not as bad or they got over it quicker. But there does appear to be some evidence with some people that it helps and that it helps people not get as bad, helps people get off ventilators. And Donald Trump was pushing this from day one. Now, it's been implied that he has some financial interest in it, and that's really not the case. I think he may have a mutual fund that 
Yeah, Adler. Adler has that update. Yeah. Right, Adler. Yeah, somebody somebody found found in one of his mutual funds, which, as you said, Bubba, would be a blind trust. That right. it that it may, if this really really moves mm-hmm. and this becomes a drug that is really in high demand, which it is, that Donald Trump may walk away in one of his blind trust mutual funds with ninety dollars. <laughs> is that right, Adler? Right, right. Shut down the whole economy. Trump's I, the whole thing is to get ninety bucks for Trump. Yeah. So <laughs> look, and I know what Trump's doing. I understand Trump speak. Um, I too. I, he he would he, he thought it was good news and he couldn't wait to tell everybody about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, and and every time they bring it up, and of course the doctor, Doctor Fauci, who is a scientist, is going to say. We must do studies. We yeah. must do tests. We yeah. must do. That's, that's their job. He does. That's their job. That's what. Yeah, that's his job. That's how he's trained. Donald Trump's job is to give Americans hope. Now, this is something most of us have never experienced in our lifetime, and the country's never been shut down like this. So he's trying to give people hope. Hope is very important. That's why he set a date out there and said, "Hey, I hope we can get back to work by Easter, but we'll see." Uh, that's why he's saying, I hope we can get back at the end of uh, April 30th, but we'll see. Uh, we're just built that way. We need hope. And it is working for some people. And there's some amazing stories. It's not a cure. It doesn't work for everybody all the time, but it's in that same kind of class of drugs and fights viruses. So, you know, it just stands to reason that with some people, it might help a little bit. So what is wrong with that? Uh, Did y'all see? I mean, I guess Doctor Oz is in on it too. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was going to. I was going to talk about that. I uh, saw that last night. Yeah, yeah. But uh, as you as you said, Rick, the left has adopted this plan that we must shoot holes in this because if it's successful, it's good for Donald Trump because he said to begin with, like Rick, any of us, if we, if uh, if we here on this show or our loved ones are laying in a bed dying and they have no hope. And there is something that we can try, a long shot. It doesn't work, you're going to die anyway. It it causes you more problems, you're going to die anyway. But for the slimmest hope that it does improve your situation, it's worth trying. Yeah, that's what he's saying about it. Yeah, I'll come back. There's more on this, and and Dr. Oz talked about it some last night. And we'll, we'll get into this and talk about it. If you want to see if it's agenda-driven, see if anybody other than Fox News interviews the state legislator out of Detroit who's a Democrat who's thanking the president for making her and her doctor uh, you know, a, a aware of it and giving her doctor the right to make the decision on whether she should get it or not because it saved her life. See if she's covered anywhere else. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is Donald Trump, President of the United States, and you're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. We're back 22 minutes past the hour. I don't think we're given enough sometimes for the fact that we interviewed the president and asked him to do a liner. And <laughs> 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 he, he did it. But anyway, so uh, uh, that is funny. By the way, I'm going to tell you all something hilarious. I was just dialing up that liner. And when I dialed up uh, inside the instant replay, the number uh, where you find the the president's liner for us, if uh-huh. you if you just push one up from number eight hundred thirty five to eight hundred thirty six, guess what the it is? What? 
a swine flu update. Wow. I got a sore throat. I'm not feeling fine. Do you remember this? I got a fever of 103.9. I think I'll open up that jug of vintage wine. I'm short on time. I've got the swine. Can you believe that we had that? So that was that was the, that was the, <laughs> good uh, night. I guess it was a little bigger story than I recall. <laughs> right. Well, remember we had to change the name of it because yeah. the pork provider said it was making them look bad. Mm. Uh, well, and, and too, we didn't shut the country down over it, right? No, we did not. That's that. I'm. I'm. I guess y'all have noticed. I'm slowly but surely getting to that uncomfortable uh, conversation. But anyway, so uh, let's talk. I wonder. These were some things that were said last night on hydroxychloroquine. Okay, uh, better known to the left is Trump's drug. Uh, so all the, the country has done, and like you said, the president trying to say maybe this is going to show some promise, is to tell the medical field they now have the, the, the authorization to decide for their patients, and we need to make it available to you. Donald Trump is not running into your house mm-hmm. and making you take it. No. He is telling now yeah. the doctors across the country it's y'all's call, and as y'all continue to do this, and is he trying to say, hey, this looks like it's working and giving good news? Yes. So last night, you know, there's a, I've already said this, there's a rheumatologist that Hannity has just locked and loaded on because he's tired of the left saying that Donald Trump shooting from the hip doesn't know what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. So he gives the, the, the credentials, which last about a minute and a half, it seems, of the credentials of this rheumatologist that's been using this drug for 42 years uh, or has been in this business for 42 years and all this stuff, and he gives all of his accolades, and they are many. So anyway, so Dr. Oz was talking last night, and he said, well, here's the thing. Number one, he talked to uh, Tucker Carlson, talked to that Dr. Siegel, who said his dad, 96 years old, really was contacting him saying, son, it's been a good run. I've got COVID. I'm 96. I can't breathe. I can't stand up. I can't get off the couch. This is probably the end for me. I'm in the high-risk category Mm -hmm. and and all this. Of course, he may not have had the health issues some of the others had, but he's 96. Uh, And he was given hydroxychloroquine by his doctor, and the next day was up walking around normal. So, wow, yeah. so, wow, wow. So, so anyway, so then came this kind of, let's tilt our head. And Bubba, you've kicked the tires on this, by the way, and you were asking this question. Dr. Oz says, let me be clear right now our sample, it's not small. He said, but it's not, it's, I understand when you think about the country, 14,000 people is, is minute. As a matter of fact, Bubba could give us the percentage of our population of 14,000. <laughs> right, I'd be glad to later on. But 14,000, if you went to an arena, is, is a pretty big crowd. Mm-hmm. You know? right. but, but he said, I understand by on, the, on the grand scheme of 337 million people, it's a small sample. He said, but here's what we're kind of testing. And Bubba, you've asked about this. The, the word that, of course, you know, the teenage boy in us, giggles every time somebody on tv says prophylactic Mm -hmm. but anyway what that just means is it's preventative and and so they he said i wanted to know if this rheumatologist that's been treating lupus patients you know for for decades have any of his lupus patients tested positive to covid19 rick that is a great great question do you know what the answer is what zero none that i'd be getting people on it they 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 said there's fourteen thousand people that have been taking this as a normal part of, of their problem, and none of them. Now, doctor, I said, look, we may, I may get up tomorrow, and now somebody has it who's been taking hydroxychloroquine for years. But as of today, as I'm talking to you uh, uh, right now this evening, it was around you know, between 8 and 9 o'clock Central Time last night, he said every single person 
that we've that we've been able to contact and find information on that's taken hydroxychloroquine. Not one of them has tested positive for COVID nineteen. Wow. You know, Rick, and I, I, again, I'm not a doctor. I don't play one. Again, I'm not saying that's, well, that's, but, it may, may, that may change, but, but, but right now that's the way it is. We read a lot of stories that have to do with studies, and they consider it a large study if they have 1,000 people they, in it. They do. Now, and every now and then we'll get one that says, this has been a massive. It's been a 10- or 15-year study. They're looking into this or statin drugs. It'll have 10,000 people in it. So I think 14,000 is a huge sample. Now, I may be wrong, but just, again, my anecdotal memory of this mm-hmm. uh, is that uh, that's, a, that's a pretty big sample. It and is. if they're not getting it, um, and I would say, I don't know, are they, do, do lupus patients normally, are they a little older, which would make them more prone to this? I, I don't know. Greg, you, uh, I, know, I know Lisa's family has dealt with this. It, it really, it, it can be any age, right? Yeah, I don't think that, that age is. I know there are some elderly that do, but I know I know young people that have it too. I know lupus patients are are, are I wouldn't say freaking out, but but they're they're like panicking supply, a little bit yeah, because of the supply. supply now. And that is legitimately happening. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and that's a concern. I got that. That, that that's realistic. But, but let's go back to now because nobody will keep us from doing this. The propaganda and then also the political side of this. Once again, here's the play by the left. I have no idea what's going to happen with hydroxychloroquine. I have no idea. None of us do. Okay. All right. right. But this thing of labeling it Donald Trump's drug, which is ridiculous, by the way. Yeah, it is. If it, it turns out, ridiculous. if it turns out to take us to a place that we can get the economy going because now we can at least treat people that have it and you still want it to be Donald Trump's drug, it'll be his drug at election time as well. And you may be grossly miscalculating this. Yeah. Once again, I the the critics of Trump cannot shoot themselves in the foot fast enough. It's like they they have a double-barrel shotgun. Yeah, I would say it's not his drug, whether it's good or bad, but mm-hmm. they're labeling it his drug and saying they're hoping it turns out bad for some reason, yeah. I guess because they think it'll hurt him. But if it turns out good, your same strategy is going to work against you. So here's the thing. Instead of being obsessed, and that is the term, obsessed with Trump and your hate of him, how about be positive for trying to help people out during a 100-year pandemic like we've never had before. What what would be wrong with that? We'll be back. Bottom of the hour, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Uh, we'll continue to, to look around at other things going on, including the Rick and Bubba Show's life during social distancing. More Rick and Bubba coming up next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Warning, this program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant groups. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. 35 minutes past Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We thank you for being with us today. And we'll get to some of your phone calls. We have people on, on, uh, on hold right now that actually take or have been taking hydroxychloroquine so we'll talk to them mypillow.com you heard mike lindell on the program yesterday uh great um a great interview and uh, interesting to watch uh, his company you know step up like many companies around the country you know those people that the left continue to vilify those uh, those those successful business people in the private sector that have uh, have done well 
uh, through capitalism and it many in, in a large portion of their life not knowing if it was going to work or not and actually putting it on the line that part always left out but anyway so as they're coming to the aid of our country and as they always have uh, so we talked to him about that uh, but the great my pillow products certainly are still being produced as well right here uh, in our country and we're learning that uh, you know but we can't just declare uh, that we're going to do things in our country. There actually has to be an environment created where we can do business in our country, and Mike Lindell and MyPillow have certainly pulled that off, and they're making great products. And right now, if you go to MyPillow.com, you'll see uh, a link there that says Radio Specials. Go there, uh, and uh, you can certainly get them for yourself. But now during these times, this is when Americans show that 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 side that, that we love uh, where you say, you know what, maybe I need to give some of these products to somebody who – is out of work right now. Somebody is not sure they're in a much worse position than maybe I'm in, uh, but they've been talking about they want some of these things, but they're certainly not going to spend that money now, so I'll get it for them. Uh, you can do that and save some money by going to MyPillow.com. There's also a link at RickandBubba.com. Just go to Radio Specials, take the promo code Bubba there, and you'll see some buy one, get one free, some 30% off, and some that even uh, bigger savings than that. So, so enjoy that at MyPillow.com and continue to support this great company. Uh, that produces great products. All right, so let's let's um, interested in some of these that are taking hydroxychloroquine. Uh, Sheila out of Orange Beach, listening to Sunny One Hundred Five. Uh, Sheila, what do you take it for? Um, I take it for rheumatoid. Okay, so so okay. arthritis. So yeah. w- what has been your experience with it? Well, it's been good. I mean, it takes away a lot of the joint pain, which mm-hmm. then allows you to move and you know have a active day. So it, side effects, you had any issues with it at all? I know they said the, the ones we've heard, maybe a rash, maybe some nausea, headache. Um, no, um, but if you've been on it for a long time, you are checked three to four times a year you know, by your rheumatologist, and sometimes they require uh, blood work just to make sure that it's not you know, doing anything, or um, they totally encourage you to go to the eye doctor, and so, which I do anyway, but you know, those are some of the precautions that they yeah. just want to have. Yeah, they've, they've talked some about, you know, the, the potential uh, blindness if it's um, uh, yeah. taken, uh, you know, maybe uh, by the, too much of it or somebody who maybe get, is a little bit older and, and things like that. Right. But those things are monitored right. by the doctor. And Bubba, what she's describing, uh, I'm sure yeah. you've been in the same position. Anytime a doctor puts you on a drug to address something on an ongoing basis in your life, they're always periodically checking to see, you know, how's your liver doing? How's your, how are your kidneys oh, yeah. doing? I mean, isn't that, that kind of, I mean, that's, that's normal, isn't it? Are you having a hard time getting it? I'm sorry, Bob. Um, no, not at this time, but I did. Uh, luckily, my prescription was due for being refilled before the um, hydro- hydroxychloroquine rush kind of came yeah, on. Right. So I was able to uh, get my uh, regular prescription filled. But I've been on this drug probably since 2008, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, something like that, maybe 2009, something like yeah, that. But, so about um, 12 years. Yeah. But yeah. Did, you, did you have a question? Well, no, I was just going to say, I think anything you, you take, you know, has side effects. Sometimes they're, sure. we don't know them. Sometimes they're minor, but mm-hmm. you know, you take the statin drugs. I mean, they're very common now. Nothing, I don't think any drug has been tested more than they have. And they still look at your liver function once a year, which is uh, the good, th- a good thing to do. But, um, and, and what was her name? Sheila. She's still there. Really? Yeah. Yeah. She's still Sheila. there. Mm-hmm. Sheila. So I assume you haven't had, uh, the coronavirus either, right? Um, no, not to this point. Now we are taking, you know, precautions. I mean, we're wearing the mask yeah. when we go out, we are staying at home. So, I mean, we're doing, you know, we're taking precautions in addition, but no, I do. I have not had the 
virus. Mm, thanks. Well, I just wanted to ask, and it must kind of make you feel good to know that the drug you're taking and have been taking appears to keep people from getting it or it being as serious as it is. Easy. It has to be a good feeling for you, right? We're not, we're not saying that we know whether it's a prophylactic or not. But no, I'm just saying, that, but does it make you feel good to yeah, know that right. some people are well, having success with that? Well, Bob, I'll put it this way. Let's say that right now, something I take every day, relief factor, and it does have and to, you know, it also takes away, works on inflammation right. in the body. Mm-hmm. It may have a property, who knows? But let's say all of a sudden it came out that they said, hey, we just we just went to 14,000 people in one because we'll count Sheila from Orange Beach mm-hmm. as 14,001. And right. we, we've talked to 14,001 people that are taking Relief Factor and none of them have uh, COVID-19. Well, that'd be good news. I, I'd like hearing that. Rick, a little hope. We all need a little hope right now. And we'll see. Uh, all right, let's go to Michael in Alabama. Michael, welcome to the program. Go ahead. Morning, Biggins. Hey, buddy. Buddy. Uh, I was listening to your conversation a few minutes ago about lupus patients and not being being tested and not being positive for COVID-19. Yes. Got an interesting story. Um, my wife is a severe lupus patient, I'm has sorry. been on Plaquenil, which is another name for hydroxychloroquine, for years. Uh, about a month ago... I took her to the emergency room. She had chest pain, low-grade fever, uh, shortness of breath, said she told me she felt like she was drowning. Mm-hmm. Went to the emergency room. Doctor checked her out. Nothing came back. Was there At that time, there was not a test for COVID-19. Um, interesting fact, he prescribed her a Z-Pack. Mm. Now, he has all her information right. of the prescriptions that she is currently taking. Right prescribed her the Z-Pack with no other, in, no other indication of illness. Right. A week later, she and I both were tested for COVID-19. Both of us are negative. Hmm. Now, she has several of the keys, indicators of being infected, yeah. but is negative at that time. I just thought it was interesting to go along with the conversation you were just having. Yeah, no, that is that is interesting. It really, it really is. And there's been a lot of people that are looking back and saying, I think this has been here longer than we thought. I think members of my family got it. They had mild symptoms. Uh, we all got it, you know, and we worked on through it, and nobody could tell us what we had. Mm-hmm. It wasn't uh, the flu that they were usually prepared for, and we just had to kind of tough it out, and we got to the other side. And now that we're hearing all this, we wonder if we didn't have it. So it may have been in our society longer than we think it has been. Yeah. Uh, so, and here he says uh, his wife is on the drug and she's tested negative uh, even after having positive uh, symptoms before they had a test. And yeah, when, That's and, a very encouraging, I would say. Yeah. Uh, question, question, yeah, yeah, go ahead. question. So if that's, if that's the case, if this has already been in our society, uh, is this whole shutdown unnecessary or was that just a first wave and now we're experiencing a second wave and then we're in fear of a third wave? What, what, where are we at on all that? Yeah, yeah. Adler, I, yeah. I think that's yeah. a great question because I was thinking the same thing. If, it yeah. had, if it's already been here, yeah. did it actually come from China? Um, I, don't, I don't know. Or was it a version or a cousin of it? I mean, when we talk about viruses, there, you know, there's a million of them out there. Yeah. So some of them make you sick. Some of them are good for you to have, you know, uh, so I, I don't know. Well, yeah, there's, there's, there's been – I'm sorry, Adler, go ahead. I know so many people that have a story exactly like the caller that just called in. In fact, I've got a story just like that caller that just called in. Um, Aaron has never taken off days, sick days at all, 
but back uh, at the end of last year, she had to take off an entire week because she got sidelined. And Greg, I don't know if you remember this, Greg, but I came into work uh, one morning and I was like, dude, Aaron woke up last night and she was just coughing and coughing and coughing and could not breathe. We almost had to go to the emergency room last night because my wife couldn't breathe. And you were like, she couldn't breathe. That's weird. But she got over it and she just kind of slept it off. But like, I know so many people that have a story exactly like this. And like my, like I said, my wife is never sick ever. She thinks it was because she was pregnant. Her immune system was compromised and she picked up something. Was it COVID? uh, Was it coronavirus? Novo coronavirus? We don't know. Yeah. How my, my story is with Reese and JC, I had to check out Reese twice because he said he couldn't breathe. He couldn't catch his breath in class. And he had to have two rounds of antibiotics, both him and JC. And it was kind of like an upper, upper respiratory infection of some kind. Uh, they tested negative for the flu, but I, you just wonder, heck, did they have, you know, you just want, I, you, that's why I think we need to have this test as quickly as possible to find out if you've had it or not. Yeah. Well, that, that's, and that's what we got to know because people are saying, asking the question that Adler's asking and, 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 uh, and others, and it's okay to ask it yeah. by the way, not, you know, I'm not saying anybody knows yet, but is it possible that we have already been dealing with this as a society and we know that at one time some people say, and it looks like maybe, who knows, maybe they just didn't know, I'm going to give them benefit of the doubt, mm-hmm. that they knew there was going to be a rush on masks, so they told us that we didn't need them. It might even make the situation worse to try to discourage wearing masks. Um, and then, so they led us out there with no mask on for quite a while. Uh, and then, then came back and said, oh, put the mask back on, you know, either after supplies caught up or maybe they found out something new about it. I don't know. I, I don't assume to know. But, uh, but anyway, and we do know they're still saying, well, now you can go to the drugstore and the, and the, uh, the, the grocery store, you know, if you need to. Um, and you, you start thinking to yourself, okay, is, is the shutdown necessary? I mean, is, is this um, – could we push through this protect those that uh, have health issues uh, and that's that decision that's going to show up on May 1st and I think they're gathering all the information they can so they can use it when they pitch on May 1st what we're going to do uh, because this can't continue we know that and we won't have we won't have a country I mean it can't continue and so you got to start figuring out what do you do next and I think all of this you have to kind of think okay. You know, there's definitely, you know, we got a, a, a task force working on nothing but the implementation of our economy during this pandemic and what does that look like. But all this has to be taken into consideration. Have we been living our regular lives with COVID long before now? Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Take eight Bubba, minutes to the top Bubba. of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG. We continue the social distancing format. So we've kind of updated you, uh, updated you on the on the, some of the latest. There's some things we may have forgotten we'll get to uh, a little bit later on. Uh, but um, I um, I know Bubba, we, we've been wanting to play a little bit with the um, with some of the various options available to us from those of you that are social distancing uh, from homemade studios in, in various locations. And Adler, uh, I know toward the end yesterday, uh, I think he's got it where he can get outside and we can look at his backyard pretty good. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, I want to see yeah. that fence he's been working on. Yeah, Adder, can we all want? Y'all want the update? Yeah, yeah, can, yeah, can, yeah. Can we see your fence? What you've been working on? Yeah. Yes. I yes. want a test um, run. Hey. I want I want the dog to go down the path and take a dump. Oh yeah. Okay. All awesome. That. Awesome. Hey Armstrong, jump in here, buddy. Armstrong, I need you to switch. Okay, I'm not going to be at my computer anymore. You got? Is he saying yeah? He's got you. Yeah. He's, He's got, got you. you. Awesome. He's got it. And for some awesome. reason, there's okay. two Greg Burgesses on here. I think he might yeah. be about to do something, too. Yeah, Greg looks like he's working. He didn't spell his last name right for some reason. On I got it. I know. I, I'm trying to get out of that. I, I have to do that. I don't know. You don't mean to end me Greg, Yeah, end me on that, and I'll try later. Okay. okay. All, right. All right. There goes Adler. Look at him walking. Yeah, he's uh, – I don't know. I'm putting on my shoes, guys. Put on my shoes here. Okay. Uh, so, All right. Yeah. So I got it. Can y'all hear me still? Yeah, 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 we yeah. got you loud and clear. Okay. Okay. Um. So my place is kind of a mess, y'all. I, I got to clean up all my, my tools and stuff. I got my motorcycle. I got all my tools everywhere here. It's a it's a train wreck out here. But let me, go let me show you all the fence. Y'all ready? Yes. Adler, can you go horizontal? There you go. Yeah, oh, no, no. Okay, y'all got me still? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah much better. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So. This is the fence area here. So I put up this whole I put this whole back fence up. Oh wow, that's nice. Here, that's a lot of fence. Yeah. We need you down on the border, panels. man. Yeah. Well let's, let's, face, let's face it, Bubba. You know what happens at the end of work every day? We got a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> so I this is that brick path, y'all. I'm gonna have to relay. Hopefully, hopefully I keep signal. I'm gonna have to relay this brick path here, y'all. It's just Don't it's just not as great. Go on over there. Let's have a close look at it. Yeah. Out yeah. We'll you yeah, you're fine right now. It's, it's really good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, cool. I put my Give router us a close up of it. Outdoor oh, well, light outdoor lighting's better than than all this indoor stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, it is. The be the beginning, I tried to do that bread basket where I go three and three and three and three. Mm -hmm. And it works when you're going straight, but it does not work when you're doing a curve. So what I think I'm gonna do is just do like parallel straight. And then right around here, go with the bread basket. Okay. Here's I like it, Adler, like it is. It looks good. Yeah, it does hey, look good. Thanks. They're not supposed to be perfect. That's the whole Yeah. yeah. Looks a little it's messy a for me. A little messy for me. Looks like people threw down a bunch of bricks and walked off. Yeah. This thing <laughs> looks like you have little arms. So here's the the dog poop zone, right? Oh. And you can see I've got. You put all yeah, that up? Look at him. Unreal. Yeah, buddy. Look at Adler. I put this whole fence up here. Oh, so your obnoxious neighbors Can, that are. Do you want us to go full screen on Adler? So we can see it better? If, uh, if y'all can. So, uh, yes, yeah, all right. Speedy said he can. There it I is. Got, how yeah, about that? We got it. Bubba did it. Boom. Oh, Adler, okay. that's really good now. Of course, the rest of everybody okay. else is right in the middle of the screen now. Uh, our own deck circle is now in the middle of the screen. Uh, Speedy's going to try to move that. I'm just talking about my view. Well, no, it's that way on YouTube, too. Okay. Is well, it normal for someone to build a go. fence around an area for dogs to poop in? Uh, yes. Well, well yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm asking. I'm legitimately asking. I didn't know that. Well, that. I, I think it's a good idea because I remember when we at one point we our peak at our house one time. Helms, work you worked so hard to get all this backyard put together, and we had three dogs and a sure. cat. And 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 you know what you uh. didn't think about? You now don't have a backyard anymore because mm. because yes. it, it is nothing but a backyard. No, you have an obstacle course. You, it, it's just minefields <laughs> everywhere. You can't even enjoy it. Right. And uh, so so it's a good idea. So Adler, did you buy? Uh, oh, here come the dogs. Uh, here, did you buy oh, the, the Did you buy the fence in sections or something, and then put it together, or did you buy the Who whole? Who put piece? it up for you? I put it up, Bubba. I put it up. I pulled a muscle in my back, y'all. I pulled a muscle so hard in my back on Sunday. Um, but yeah, so these are fence panels. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, so, so the fence panels are like six 
feet tall by mm -hmm. eight feet long. Mm -hmm. And so I just did the math, did the math as far as how, what I needed to do to get this done here. Yeah. And yes, Speedy, it is because of my neighbors. It is because of my obnoxious yeah. neighbors. Yeah. Uh, right. Hey, don't tell anybody. Adler, um, the, the digging the holes for the post, that, that had to be the hard. Did mm. you use post hole or an auger or what? Um, I just used, uh, well, I'm not going to go into the, I'm not going to go into the specifics huh? of Why? it. I'm not going to go into the specifics of it. Why? Here, let's you, see. If, just how did you put it up? We're trying, it's about the We got HGTV you, going here. How yeah. are we supposed to know what to do? Did you mix your concrete all and all right. that? Well, I did, I did a, a kind of a, I kind of did a, a kind of a, a cheap, quick and easy way of doing this. So, so it's not, you did, it's not going to last. Oh, you no. didn't put up posts, did you? Oh no. Did you lean it on something? Uh, I used U-bolts and just attached it to the chain link fence that was already there. I got to be honest, guys. That's okay. what I did. All right. Well, yeah, there it is. A little shame there. A little shame. A little shame. Okay. Hey, come here, Kevin. Come here. So come you here. didn't Let's put see up him. a fence. You covered one. <laughs> I covered up a fence. Yes, <laughs> there yes. There you go. That's exactly right. It, it does look better. Fence. It does look I mean, better. You already had everybody hemmed up. Why do you need that? Well, Bubba, back to the other. potty. Okay. Let's potty, buddy. If Kevin hunkers down There you go. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's awful. Oh, man. Oh, he's about to hunker. Oh, my gosh. He's about to hunker. What, <laughs> what, happened, to your, what happened to your fence back there? This is my other neighbor, and I like them. They're uh, two deaf ladies. Right. They're not obnoxious. <laughs> Please don't come off, Kevin. They don't. If he doesn't they, hunker. They no, don't make any noise. Nobody wants he, to watch he's that. He's about to arch his back. Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> we <laughs> don't want to see him bow up. <laughs> nobody wants to see that. <laughs> hey, y'all want to see my climbing wall while I'm out here? Yeah, want hurry up, hurry wall, up. Man. We got 30 seconds. Hurry, Adler, hurry. Okay, here we go. I wish hey, Y'all count my push. Y'all count my pull-ups. Count my pull-ups. <laughs> what okay. did he just say? Okay, he's okay. He's, gonna go, he's going up. It's above. He's got a pull-up bar. There he is. One, two. Oh, he can do three. Oh, yeah. I know. Four. He's like a five. He's like a little monkey. Six. Yes, look at him. Seven. <laughs> uh, look at him. Eight. Uh, nine. Wow. Ten. Three, Eleven. Don't stop. Don't 12, stop. Thirteen. Fourteen. <laughs> Fifteen. Come on, keep it. Sixteen. Seventeen. Get to twenty. Eighteen. Nineteen. Twenty. He lost his hat. Can we count twenty-one? I don't know twenty. I don't know about twenty-one. I don't know Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Coming to you from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Here's Rick and Bubba. Well, Speedy and I are here at the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. That's right. Rick and Bubba intern, Stretch Armstrong, also here, earning his degree in common sense. That now has become a superpower. You talk about trial by fire. Hey, my internship happened during the pandemic. <laughs> How about that? And then out all across uh, our home state of Sweet Home, Alabama, uh, we've got Helmsy, the real Greg Burgess, Adler. We just uh, watched Adler tell us about his project in the backyard. Uh, you can imagine people are commenting on that. Uh, and also, uh, we welcome back for a brand new hour, Mr. Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubs. Hey, Rick. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. You're whispering. I know that means that, you know, this is a new thing every day. Speedy and I are always intrigued about what you guys are doing wherever you're, you're coming to the show from. 
and and you're now Hello? setting you're setting up. Check. Are you showing us? I got you. Are you showing us the check? Qu- no, check one two. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got, I got I got you. I got you so so loud and so clear. Yep. So, <laughs> the, uh, so you, you you are perfectly fine, <laughs> Bubba. What in the world is this you're showing us? Is is this your okay, broadcast? I'm, pro- I'm showing you what the bro- oh I'm talking in the phone now. Yeah. I'm showing you what the broadcast closet looks like. I mean, it literally is a closet. Okay. Yeah. And it and it uh, it was a part time ham room before uh, it became a broadcast closet. There's my TV while I keep looking up. Now tell us what that doctor's name is again. Uh, Fauci. <laughs> no, no, Fauci. just keep on plugging at it, buddy. Keep on plugging. Fauci, isn't that it? There you go. There you got it. There you go. Yeah. And then, there's those fingers. You see my new lights I got up here. Uh, so that's, that's helping to brighten things up a little bit. There's my paper towel over my other light. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. I have my UTC clock up here. Right. Yeah. We, if everybody see, can get on see, that, we'd be fine. My, my broadcast microphone and, and laptop. And then I've got some ham gear here. And I've uh, got my, you know, my drinking glass. Got the comrades here ready to go at a moment's notice. See, all I have to do is push connect, and then I'm I'm hooked up with you guys there. So I got that ready. Right. Okay. Okay. I like it. Well, how about that? I'm literally in a closet. I mean, I have some soundproofing. Do you have a vent in there, or does it get real hot? I do have a vent. Okay. There it is. Okay. Good. Ooh, we got to have that. Boy, do we? We got to have that. Do y'all remember we were with that one radio station, and they put us in a closet? Yes, Bubba and I did the show from a closet. I'm used to it. I think you had to stand in the hall. I did. Yeah. At times. So. The closet is off of the mechanical room, which is like a storage room. Don't you stop. Is that a washer and dryer right there? Don't you stop. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. That's it. Okay. So, and he, here's my pandemic office I set up. Th- th- this is your pandemic office? This is where you operate <laughs> <Yeah>. from? <laughs> yeah, that's that's where I keep all my paper and junk at. Uh, okay. Right. So, you, I noticed you, you keep it very similar to the one up here. <laughs> yeah, same format. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a air, I have an air conditioning unit, so it'll it'll kick uh-huh. on. That's why I'm not out here broadcasting. Okay, so make a little make a little noise. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, yeah make a always noise. always thinking. Well, I wish I could have seen your dirty underwear sitting there on the no. on the laundry room. Yeah, I just saw there's an yeah. apple out there in the, in the hall. You got an apple laying there in the floor. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I I had to I had to get the uh, the computer to operate a little quicker. Now this is my workshop area. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Okay. Look at you! Yeah, what, what, what? There's you got your tools right there. Right, we've lost audio. We've lost audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dewalt City. No, too. I'm not talking. Oh, you're not. Okay, you're just you're just letting us enjoy. Oh, yeah, I'm just okay. showing you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes, we're left to tell everybody. See, I got my cabinets here with all the junk in it. And oh wow! Yeah. Well, you you got a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's a. There, there's you an oscillating fan because you never know. Yeah. You need that. You need that from time to time. We got to be quiet for a second because I got to walk through the area where the kids are sleeping. So oh, okay. Everybody be very, very quiet. Nobody say, please, please everybody go be cool. Please everybody go be cool. 5 No, let's not. Let's not do that. <laughs> let's go wake This is the up. playroom downstairs. This is the place. 5 Dang, that's a nice playroom. 5 5 <laughs> Good gosh. There's it. There's that TV that about killed me putting yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Buffalo yeah. Wild Wings call wants their TV back. Good night. That's uh and uh <laughs> <laughs> 
Nice. That looks like Bubba's trying to go outside now. Bubba, you got to talk again so we see you. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, nobody. When you go silent, I'm actually looking at Greg and and Adler as you as you walk around. Okay. You then become on deck, the little tiny square over there. It's it's a little it's a little foggy out here. I know. uh, And you having to breathe like the North Atlantic. Yeah, you don't get that hammock. Come on. I want to know if that hammock will hold you. If you don't get in that hammock right now, because you and that hammock will be a commercial for it. (laughs) Yeah, it will. It's. It's got pollen on it right now. Get oh, in it. Lay down. Get in there. Good night. It ain't going to hurt you. Now, do you have your gloves on wet. and your mask? It's wet, too, but I can get in it. Don't don't kid yourself. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, Bubba, you don't have you, your you mask? You don't think I can get in something to relax? You don't have your, ma- your glove and mask on. It could be airborne out there. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Getting careless. I'm on the boat. Speed. It's much prettier when it's not foggy. Yeah, man, this is nice. Yeah, I need you on that pontoon boat. That's social. That's social uh, separation right there. Yeah, that is. That's what it's all about. I like, but if it's airborne, all them people up and down the bank. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yellow screened-in porch action here. Uh huh. Yeah, Good night, go. Bubba. Um, are you at Coach Gus Malzahn's house or yours? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like, I, and I'm and I'm like Rick Bubba. I, I need you not. Don't worry about going out. I need you sitting on that pontoon boat at some point. <laughs> we got to be very, very quiet. Everybody, oh, he's going back in. This is where he doesn't talk, and we lose him. That's, well, that's fine. I, I like looking at Greg. There's hams. We get hams this time. <laughs> Speedy can pick the view. Oh, no, Speedy no. can pick the view, make it stay up. Yeah, hey, Helmsy, pick out from – if when we go to your live shot, be sure and pick around that microphone. We can't see you. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba's trying, trying not to laugh out loud while I'm talking about like big distractions. <laughs> Let me tell you, let me tell you one Bill Bubba Bus, he loves Big Mike Cuban. <laughs> it slays him. It slays him. So that's good. Bubba, be I love that tour. That was great, Bubba. That I love that awesome. very much. Yeah. So uh, and I was going to show you my ham radio here. I was about to say, no wonder you're not going back home to Radio Free Bubba. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Oh. See if we can find the local Ned on here. Let's see. All right, that, All right. Bubba, you're going to stir the hams up, and, oh. and that, you know how everybody gets confused ship shore, about Ship to shore, ship to shore. Here we go. Listen, Greg, you know how everybody gets confused <laughs> about the different members of the show? I'm now being inundated. Everybody thinks I'm a ham. Look, Bubba, yeah. Bubba's oh, yeah. the ham. Yeah. I, I eat ham, and I can be a ham, but I'm, I'm not a uh, – uh, 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 Look, Gigaparts is so excited right now, Bubba's showing this. Oh, yeah. Bubba, call the space shuttle. <laughs> He's trying to find somebody. Greg, so there you go. KJ four cage something. J four four. How about this, Bubba? Uh, Greg was saying ship to shore, of course. Ship to shore, ship to shore. <laughs> I love that. Ship to shore. <laughs> Why does he take that in? So uh well Bubba, that, that that's good. You you got it like you like it. Yeah, boy, does he? I'd never want to leave. Well, He's been there for once. He, once he left Radio Free Bubba. Hey, I'd like to. I'd like to point out the fact that he really showed us the throwaway rooms. He had him going upstairs. He's in the basement. Uh, yeah. Well, like, well, you got to have a little throwaway area. All right. Well, I know. Uh, <clears throat> I say I don't have my headphones up. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, you, you'd ask about you know what we're going to do after May the I mean April the thirtieth. I think I'm just going to shelter in place till Christmas. I think I think that would be fine. You know, I can even though what you have is more than adequate. It's it's above ad, adequate. But but you there's that side of you you want there to be radio free Bubba A and B. You don't like that this isn't quite to radio free Bubba level, do you? 
No, no. And you know, you can't, you can't do that, but I, I like having backup, you know, yeah. I, I've, I've got a little prepper to me. So now you, you know, do. if something goes down, I'm ready to, to move to the next location. You do. Like I say, you're, you, there's only one area of your life. You're a daredevil. Everything else you were, you were, you were like, I'm talking about conservative and, 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 and cautious. Yeah. I've got to, I've got to work that one into the cautious side somehow. I'm trying to merge, you know, <laughs> we'll come back all right so any of the guys any of you that get into the hey we got something to show you anytime as we're and this format's going to continue we know for at least uh how many more more days what is today i don't even know what the date is does anybody know today is the eighth eight okay if i don't see have greg running his route with mr buddy jumping on him I'm going home. All right, we'll be right. I'm going to bring you a shot on the water. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour. Directly assistance. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Lines are available. You can talk about whatever you want to. Ask a question, make a comment, bring information to the table. Uh, and uh, you can uh, uh, really, you're programming the show right now. I mean, we've taken the show and we've, we've handed it off to you. And please handle with care. 30 seconds a pop, the largest number of people, shortest amount of time. At the end of 30 seconds, the buzzer sounds. We move to the next caller. Don't forget. It is Wednesday, so the Wednesday Bible study is back. Uh, only difference is we won't have physical people in the room again uh, to a further notice, but it will be live on our YouTube channel at noon central time today, uh, and it'll be archived soon after, and you'll get links on all of our social media platforms for you to listen to it or to watch it uh, on your own game plan. Uh, and so and you can go back to get past studies. If you missed last week you want to catch up, uh, you can go to uh, BurgessMinistries.com, click on Listen or to the YouTube channel, and there's archives there as well. All right, so let's start with Danny out of the great state of Kentucky, and here we go, trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a-trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone troll. Phone troll. Yep, still behind there. All right, go ahead, Danny. What's up? Uh, good morning, guys. How are you? I'm uh, pretty good. You uh, We're getting after it. Just doing an old radio <laughs> show here, a little just making it happen. America's favorite radio show. Oh, yeah. I was just wanting to help Adler out a little bit on them panels he's used on that fence. Yep. They, uh, they use them cheap staples on them. He might want to go to the hardware store and get him some screws and put them out in the, each one of them panels there if he wants that fence to last. You hear that, Adler? Anytime. Adler, you using the cheap staples or you going to go get some screws? I can't hear Adler. Uh, they, <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't hear. No, you. I used I used metal U bolts. I used metal U bolts and then metal brackets and and no, fix that. About, he's talking about the panels on the, they use the staples to make the panels. Gotcha. Understood. You need to go um, yeah. Put some screws in. Them. Gotcha. That's a good idea. That's a great idea. Thank you, gang. Yeah, and there's no COVID at the hardware store. You're good. Right, we, oh, y'all. I went the when I picked up those fence panels. I called the day before, made sure that they had them. Got there right when the hardware store opened. Took me 30 minutes to get somebody to talk to me in the pro section. I'm I'm staying. I'm tr- I'm just trying to get out of there. I've got everything. I'm ready to go. I get to the register. I give them the barcode. 
they even ring it up and then they tell me we don't have those fence panels we just have mm. the pickets and mm. i'm like oh you got to be kidding me you got to be kidding me did, so i went to another hardware store it was a nightmare did but you, i got through did you show yourself or did you did you give them jesus this week <laughs> You know, um, as this was going on, somebody goes, hey, Adler, is that you? And I'm like, so that that really brought me back down. And I was just like, hey, yeah, thanks for thanks for listening to the show. And they're like, no, I, I, I like watching you play drums in church. I'm like, oh, sorry what I said a second ago. Yeah, oh, there you go. Say, hey, yeah. look, always watching. Uh, we continue. Location check. Funny, Location check. We continue. Let's go to uh, uh, Alice out of Mobile, Alabama. Alice, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, guys, I'm just saying it's a pleasure listening to y'all today because I, I sense a return of common sense and critical thinking about whether COVID-19 has been here. I mean, China lied. We know it's been going on since November. We're the most traveled country in the world. I, I, I mean, I'm just glad to see y'all discussing it and whether this is political. And uh, It's just a pleasure. Well, you know, we're not saying the whole thing is, but there's p- political elements to it now. And I think you hit on a point, though, that needs to be touched on. This is the United States of America, and it is getting more and more concerning that you're not allowed to cr- critically think about anything. It's like if you say the wrong thing or something that's not allowed, you get shouted down and canceled. And we, yeah. this country is all about people being able to critically think about any topic. Okay, Critical thinking is something that makes this country great and separates it from the rest of the you know, um, uh, uh, tyrannical governments around the world. And, and we don't need to get to a point where all of a sudden we've got, you're afraid the Gestapo is going to come get you. If you say anything critical or do any critical thinking concerning anything, including a pandemic and, uh, and you know, certain things aren't allowed to be said. I don't want, that's not the society we need to live in. Uh, that, that, that is not the society we need to live in. We, we desperately need critical thinking right now. And, and we, and we need it in this country to be here forever. Uh, we conti- we continue eight six six we be big Jason in Montgomery I ninety two WLWI Jason go ahead. Hey how y'all doing this morning? Good. Hey. Uh, uh, I've been a fan probably since day one that y'all started on radio. I, I grew up in Pell City. Used to listen to y'all every day. Thank you. Uh, and I've been listening lately. Listening Mike Lindell and all this stuff. And uh, God really put me under a lot of conviction. Good. And uh, I've been hearing about this uh, Gridiron Men's Conference. So yesterday, I did, I went and made my reservations, and I'm going to come, and uh, oh. I hope it's going to help. Yeah, I think, uh, awesome. you know, I'm really praying that that continues to, that that's something that's allowed to happen. And I think it will happen, even if it has to be adjusted like some of the other things and maybe become a, a virtual experience. But right now, it is on, and I, I'm I'm hopeful that we can return to to gatherings by that time. So, thank you for that, and uh, and I'm glad to hear that this is you're no, you're another example. I'm in the same boat. I talked to my mother yesterday at 78 years old, and she said, "I will tell you this," uh, and because it's not supposed to ever end till he returns or we pass. She said, "I have been moving forward spiritually during this at 78 years old. God is teaching me things that I have never been taught before because of this. Mm. Uh, 78 years old." Wow. So, uh, so thank you. I'm glad to hear your, your more fruit of that, and I think we all hopefully have, are having the same experience. Uh, we continue. Let's go to Jay in Oxford, Alabama. Jay, go ahead. Thirty seconds. How are you? I'm great, guys. Look, I want to thank y'all for that uh, advertisement about the bird seed. Oh yeah, yeah. I think Helmsy, don't you do a commercial about uh, about being a birder? 
I can't hear hams. Yeah, 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 I'm sorry. I had to move. It. Yeah, absolutely. Wild birds unlimited. Oh yeah, yeah, well, so, yeah, yeah. That that makes it a lot easier to kill the birds when you got seed out there. All right. <laughs> As a matter of fact, a lot of people don't know, Michael Hams lets the birds all nest on his microphone. Yes. <laughs> Sylvia, not, hey, not, not quite the endorsement I don't think they're looking for. <laughs> By the way, I got caught doing that as a little boy. Every time I tell Sherry that, she, she says, Rick, please stop telling me that story because Sherry loves her birds. Uh-huh. Uh, let's go to, look, I like looking at birds. Sylvia in Florida, go ahead. Good morning, guys. Hey, Sylvia. Hey. I wanted to wanted to know if you guys have heard anything about China burning people alive during the COVID um, because they couldn't cure them, so they burned them instead. I saw that. Uh, I saw Charlie Kirk uh, tweeted that yesterday. Um, I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, know. We, look, we know I, they I were burning big, big uh, piles of people. We we could see that from satellite images. But whether they were burning people alive or not, Bubba, have you heard that? Yeah, well, the report was they were doing that so they wouldn't have to put down their cause of death as COVID-19. Look, the the communist regimes are not going to give you their true numbers anyway. They're going to give you what they want you to have. Right. So I I don't think they would do this to hide uh, COVID-19. This one has just a touch of rumor to me. Right. Yeah. Wait a minute. Let's see. So they they tell you what they want to say and and they do the numbers they want to, and they play with numbers, let's not become like that. Because, because yeah, there's two things we can count on. Communist governments are not going to tell you what they don't want you to know, and social media is going to propagate things just as dumb. Yeah, so let's not be like that, because I think we're starting to act like that a little bit, frankly. Yeah, we uh, got to be careful. Be careful. All right, so, Bubba, I, I, this is a tough decision right here, but, I mean, this is like a – if you if you put out bait, you know you, that deer are going to walk out, right? If you're sitting there over a greenfield, conspiracy Eric is on hold. Yeah. Bring him on. What do you think? What do you Bring think? Him <laughs> conspiracy Eric coming up next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba. Thanks for being with us. Uh, hopefully, uh, most of you in our listening and viewing audience now are already under the car shield. If your automobile is five thousand miles older or older, uh, because after you leave the uh, manufacturer's warranty, any repair to that automobile is going to be on you. But if you get car protection from Car Shield uh, for a covered repair, they'll deal directly with the ASE certified mechanic or dealership of your choice they'll pay them directly uh and uh, they'll give you a rental car at no extra charge for you to use until your automobile is uh, re- repaired and they'll give you 24 7 roadside assistance as long as you are under the car shield uh, no matter what's going on so if you would like to find out about these protection plans and pick one that best suits you simply you can do one or two things you can go to carshield.com or you can call 1-800-CAR-6000 use the promo code bubba uh, because then you can save yourself 10%. This is a, a great company, and, and what a great idea to come in and say, look, I know you're trying to make that investment in that automobile uh, go as far as you can, but you know, once you leave warranties, you know, this kind of keeps you having to weigh out, all right, if repairing the car worth it or I need, need to get another car, you do that when uh, all these expenses fall on you, but when you have CarShield, uh, it gives you many more options. So get yours today by going to carshield.com or calling 1-800-CAR-6000. And don't forget that promo code Bubba. All right, so Bubba, you knew it was just a matter of time. 
that we would m- likely hear. You know, we don't hear from Conspiracy Eric that much anymore. We've lost trilateral trade Tommy. I don't know what happened to him. Uh, you know, we fear the worst. But uh, so Conspiracy Eric, uh, you know, I believe this pandemic has definitely reached um, – uh, the level of, cons- of conspiracy, you're starting to see some of the conspiracies out there. Uh, and, uh, Bubba, we all agreed that we want to hear from Eric. Is that correct? Uh, we did, oh, we, absolutely. We, I want to know what's going on. Yeah, we, we, we did conspiracy Eric. Um, Eric, uh, I know that uh, any request to you to join us via Zoom would have been a waste of my time. Oh, indeed. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, so Eric, um, d- d- do tell. Uh, we don't have time for the conspiracy of Zoom today. Let's let's focus on the pandemic itself. The big picture, Eric. Give us what's really happening behind the scenes. Well, from the get go, I'll tell y'all. I am laughing last. I guess I am. I'm rolling. I'm having a blast out here in this COVID world, watching everybody duck and hide from this cold that came out in 2017. And I get it. There's a lot of people dying. I get it. But if you look at how the past has been and you compare all the other deadly diseases that we encounter and all the other accidents that can happen to everybody, the ratio, you know, out of one out of every 250 people are going to die. Well, COVID's one out of every 200. Flu's one out of every 2,000. I mean, I get the numbers. You know, it's nothing to be really that scared of, though. There's a lot of hype behind this, and I get it. This running around rampant, but there's something that the government's really not being crystal clear on. And but they've been saying it that they're slowly going to let people out of quarantine so that people can slowly go to the hospital because they're understanding that everybody's going to come in contact with it. Everybody's going to come in contact with it. They're not going to get rid of it. They're going to keep it. It's here forever and ever and ever. Uh, okay blogged about this multiple times every single time i put it up online it's gone yeah. instantly yeah which which that's not that, that's back to what i said a minute ago i understand i may not agree with uh, some of the conspiracies you come up with but to remove critical thinking from our society is a huge mistake eric uh, big question let's kind of run thinking. the list here uh is this a natural occurrence or is this no no, an no there's a thing from a chinese lab no, it was made in Chinese lab. They've already shown that there's a signature to its makeup, its DNA structure. That there, whenever a geneticist actually creates his own whatever, he actually has his own signature inside of it. And all you really have to do is, with a microscope, actually look at it under a microscope, and you can visually see the structure that set up that that geneticist signature that he created. That whatever it is, virus, bacteria, whatever. I, I got to ask this, Eric. Was the rooster on your end or one of our guys on location? <laughs> it's on my end. Okay. I got roosters, pigs, okay. you name it. Down well, of here. course. Of Thank course, you. you're dug in. Well, he's ready. He's yeah, ready, ready. So, what's, so, uh, go so ahead. Eric, I'm sorry. I, I really didn't get out of that what I needed uh, other than you, you do think it's manufactured. It, oh, was, it, it, did it escape? Did it escape a Chinese lab or is there some yeah. intent in this? Yeah, so. There's 50-50 in my world about that. Some people are saying that they tried their best to quarantine it and keep it down, and somebody got out on purpose. And then another person is claiming, and this is a very reliable source of mine, is claiming that there was a deal made where the governments went on ahead and released it. And all the world governments were behind it, of the releasing of it worldwide. And the reason that 
they really, really want it is so they can go ahead and unlock all of your devices. You see, all of your Alexas and Googles and all that stuff, they're listening to every single human right now trying to find out who's coughing, trying to identify this COVID. See, they unlocked with all these executive orders all kinds of permissions that violate our personal private rights. Yeah, I, 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 so I, I, Let I, me I, ask you this. Wait a minute. Yeah. I, I want to be sure I understand this. They released the virus so yeah. they could unlock the listening devices so they could see who's coughing. And then okay, they so would that, know who had it. But I'm still I'm having trouble closing the circle to why. Can you give it, us the why? So in order to be able to listen to everybody and steal all of our privacies and find out who's talking about what and critically thinking behind closed doors, they have to unlock everybody's devices. The only way they can do that is through an executive order. The executive order couldn't be in place until there's a worldwide pandemic. Now there's a worldwide so, pandemic, the government's like, Oh, we're just listening for COVID patients. Yeah, maybe today. So, well, this uh, is back. You're going to listen to next month. You're yeah, okay. To I, I see where you're going. So, is this sort of like what? Yeah, sort of like what Obama did when he said, uh, "Look, uh, all we're going to do here is we're not going to be monitoring anybody uh, other than people that we think are tied to terrorist plots." And then you find out people come out and say, "No, they were actually listening to everybody." Matter of fact, they weren't listening to the the, the terrorist people that much at all. We're only right. going to monitor the people we want to listen to. Yeah, basically, right. what they were saying. That's what Eric's warning so, us about. But Eric, <laughs> is this Trump or is this deep? State or no, is Trump deep, part deep, of the deep, deep state business. now, or what? What, what are we? What are we dealing with here? Well, well, when you look at Trump, you know he's this. Uh, y- y'all knew Trump right before COVID, and now all of a sudden he's a new guy. Now he's almost presidential, even, and that right there shows that his string got pulled. He's no longer to be himself. He has to abide by what they are telling him to do and telling him to say. Uh, so let me, Eric, let me be sure. This is how they got to Trump, Bubba. He was for us, and now they've gotten to him through the pandemic. So he is now a puppet of the deep state. He was a puppet before the deep state. Oh, so the whole thing to get rid of him and his popular decisions. approach was all just a scam to cover the fact he was already a deep stater. Say oh. again? Oh, for a minute, I thought we lost you. Like we. By the way, have you heard from Trilateral Trade, Tommy? We don't know what happened to him. No. no. I've looked for him online, and no. I can't find him anywhere. Okay. All right, so, so Eric. So what is the end game here? Yeah, yeah. What's, what's, the, what's the end play? This is the end game. This is the end game. That's why I'm laughing. This is so funny because after all this COVID is done, Conspiracy Eric has nothing to do because we lost. I mean, it's all gone. All of our rights but, are gone. All of our privacy is gone. I Eric, mean, let, me, gone. let me ask you this, though. The, the government... They already know everything about us. You fill out a tax form. You you know they they issue social security numbers. They know what it is before you do. Uh, they you know they have all the banking information they need. I mean, what what are they doing with all this, and why? Who cares? I mean, so many of us are terribly boring. They're gonna wax us. They're gonna kill us off. And there it is. Population control. Check they're gonna the, kill us off stones. for what reason? George Guidestone, C.T. Christian. You got to look that up, C.T. Christian, Give me the cleft notes on it since we don't have time to read that book. Well, the number one rule of the ten rules on the George Guidestones is keep humanity's population at balance with Earth at 500 million people. <laughs> the 500 million just 500 for our country or the world? Earth. For the world? Earth. Earth. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Y'all need to no, pull we've blown, no, 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 we've blown by that. No, that's what he said. I know. I absolutely heard this conspiracy, and Eric, it sounds like you're in it. You know, China has always been obsessed with overpopulation. If you don't believe that, watch the horrifying documentary "One Child Nation." Horrifying. Amen. And and Amen. they and, and some have said they did this because they are going to take care of overpopulation themselves by releasing this into the world to kill off a certain amount of people because they think we're overpopulated. Because they know we're overpopulating. Well, yeah. I, I don't agree that we are overpopulated, but I, I, I think oh. that yeah, I, yeah. I do know that they think that. I, I disagree with that. See, Have I, you ever see, been to I, Montana? I think, I, I think the Lord told us to be fruitful and multiply, and if you're able to do that, we have, and subdue the earth, and we still have a <clears> – <throat> excuse me – we still have a lot of territory out there that's not subdued. Yeah, the overpopulation people, they yeah, also... That belongs to other species. No, you're wrong. Eric, species. you're wrong on overpopulation. You're just wrong. Now, okay. uh, I don't, yeah, giving, I don't giving, that argument. Yeah, giving up our civil rights because we're afraid, that's something our founding fathers warned us about. That has some merit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but the uh, the overpopulation thing is total hogwash. That's where we that's where we end up of justification of letting babies lay there and die that were well, accidental. With the brighter side, no yeah. more pickpockets, less diseases, and our body bubbles, our personal space is reached six feet. Yeah. <laughs> he said, "Don't forget the good side of it." <laughs> Wow. Conspiracy Eric. Oh, thank you, Eric. Yeah, hey, you made some legitimate points, but then, of course, it always goes down the wrong road. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us today. Our number is 866-WE-BE-BIG. Our bank is full, and we'll roll through a few phone calls here and get some questions uh, that some of you may have. Uh, Let's start uh, with Andrew out of the great state of Georgia. Andrew, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you, sir? Hey, how y'all doing today? Good, good. Go right ahead. I had a random question for y'all. Y'all remember the movie The Waterboy, right, with Adam Sandler? Yes. You remember the guy that spoke real thick Cajun? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Do you think do you think him and Eddie Ogeron's related? You know, we've talked about that before, um, and uh, I, I was even uh, uh, I was you know what you know if you think about it, and I don't mean to make light of a serious situation, but but in this case, I'm I'm going to go for it because I think the laugh is there. What's one of the things that we always say that usually breaks down marriages? Lack of communication. Could that be why Ogeron's marriage just ended? Uh, I mean, it's uh, well, that was weird that they that they, I didn't realize they'd been married 23 years. Yeah. He and his wife. That was a uh, um, I, I don't know what may have been the final straw on that. But, so you're uh, saying he might have tried to communicate yeah, with her, but maybe she he, just couldn't Maybe understand. she's going to understand yep. what you're saying. Okay. Uh, that, uh, <laughs> 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, let's go to Susan in Coffee County. Susan, go ahead. Yes, I have a friend that uh, got a letter saying, thank you for your contribution for your medication for lupus. Say that again. Been taking it 20 years. Are you saying she that? Did... Go ahead. Go ahead. She said that the letter came instead of her medicine saying thank you for the contribution for your lupus medicine. I see. Yeah, yeah. That we were just discussing that in the break, and you're saying that that has happened to a person you know who has lupus? Yes, and she's had it for 20 years, and she, instead of medicine, she got that letter. Yeah. She didn't, give her, she didn't give her consent. They just sent the letter. Yeah, and that, that's the part we were just talking about in the break, and it's the uncomfortable truth that's out there, and it may be, I see a guy saying, number one factor people are overlooking, it may be you. 
we're not going to get to a scenario. I, I like how we're saying, and it is true. It is true. We believe this even where we, we think biblically life begins, and science points that as well, that every life is precious. But in a fallen creation and in a fallen state, this country has always made decisions that people would be at a certain risk in order to accomplish fill-in-the-blank. Think of every war that we've ever talked about. There's so many examples of this that, that went on in, in the plagues of the past and all this. And I think the biggest reality check we need, and you just heard another one, we're already doing it. I mean, here, here, here are lupus patients that are being told, I understand you may not be able to get your lupus medication, but we need it for the benefit of the country, for other people. Uh, we, we, we're being told for a while, yeah, don't wear a mask. And what really what we think might have been true there is because the medical field needed them. But now they've come back and said, oh, by the way, those would help. So for a period of time, we were out there exposed for the good of the medical field and for the good of the people who need hospitals. We, we're being told right now you can go to the grocery store because why? People got to have food. But that is a risk. Uh, but it's a necessary risk. It's probably the biggest risk all of us have. Anytime somebody from our family makes a grocery store run, uh, that's I, I looked in a grocery store the other day, someone working there that, that I know their story, and they've struggled with cancer, but they got to have a check. And I think that they're, they're in that grocery store working, and I know they just uh, you know got the the no the the cancer free deal not too long ago, but they've been under treatments that have taken their immune system and, and destroyed it so that they can you know try to win the battle against cancer. Uh, so I, I think this thing of we can't go back to work because it'll put people at risk. We're already putting people at risk, and 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 so we're going to have to get to the point where we say, but we can't let the ultimate patient die, and that's America and America's economy. And there's going to be risk factors, and people may live their lives differently for the rest of time. But to say that we can't do things because it, it's a risk, there is no scenario where people's lives are not at risk. It doesn't exist, and frankly, it never has. And two, Rick, it's going to give the opposition an easy soundbite. And, you know, we live in a soundbite world where they're going to say, choose lives, not stock price or whatever, you know, they're going to, they're going to put this as profit over heartbeats and yeah. all of that, which is not true, but it's going to be a soundbite. They're going to push. Well, why, why are we not any good at soundbites? Can't we do propaganda too? We, we need, <laughs> we, we need, we need to be sure that we say, no, this is the truth. And how about this? Since the fall of mankind, you may not share our view on the fall of mankind, whatever you call it, as long as you've known anything, we have always picked lives over lives. It's not lives over profit over lives. It's not uh, my well-being over yours. Some people certainly have that that personal attitude. You know, I heard Glenn Beck talking about it. I thought a great idea. He said, look, I'd go back to work and be high risk and leave my kids at home. I'd rather them have a country. You know, I would die for my kids. I would get COVID uh, in, in, in if it, to, to get the, to put the economy back, economy back. Wouldn't everybody else? Maybe we need to protect the young and the healthy, maybe we got that opposite so they can have a future. But, uh, but we, we've always made decisions uh, that put people's lives at risk for the betterment of, uh, of the country, for the economy, and the future. We always have. And, uh, and, and so we, we're going to have to go back to work at some point. And I think when you look around and see this, so, so we tell lupus patients, y'all may have to sacrifice for the good of others. What's different? You know, because it's not it's not profits versus lives; it's lives versus lives. 
It's lives on either end. There are a lot of people going to die if the economy goes away and the country goes away. A lot, probably more. You know, so you, you, hopefully the shortage of, of that medicine will be temporary because now that they're, you know, we're slow to get things going, but once we get turned on it, we can we can really really oh, sure. turn out some stuff. Sure, absolutely. Just making the point, we're already doing it. Uh, right. there, there's no way around it, and we did it with the medical mask. They don't want to say that, but we did. Uh, eight eight six six. We be big is the number. Uh, let's go to Anonymous in Knoxville, Tennessee. Anonymous, go ahead. Good morning, fellas. How y'all doing? I'm good. How about you? Great. Doing all right. I'm a uh, pharmacy student here in Knoxville and a pharmacist intern at uh, one of your big chains. Anyway, just wanted to make a quick comment. Listening to the podcast last night on my way home from work, and you were talking about how the uh, the mask thing, how they were talking about how the, the masks are, uh, you know, propaganda. Yeah. You know, oh, hey, don't wear them. They're good. They're bad. They're good. They're bad. Right. That kind of thing. And uh, I think the same thing is going on with uh, this hydroxychloroquine. Because I've done a lot of looking at it here lately, and it really does seem like, okay, yeah, the main monitoring parameters for the whole thing is like eyesight. You know, and it's for people who have lupus, you know, over yeah, sure. a long period of time. Sure. That's what the big deal is. But anyway, just wanted to kind of touch yeah, on that for yeah. a second. I think, you know, you, you hit on it yesterday, and I thought, yeah, that's exactly what's going on here. Because when we, you know, when we essentially had that happen, they, uh, you know, they, they told us the same thing. <laughs> the no, same you're right. Deal. Yeah, well, you're right. And so if you're an opponent of that, and for some reason you are anti-hydroxy, you, you say, oh, blindness. I mean, you pull that out. But, yeah, blindness is that. The, but that's a long period of time over years and years and years as part of a treatment, not short term. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, they're still here because, let's face it, they have nowhere to go. Six minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba show. Let's roll. I was sleeping with a loaded gun. I was scared of all the things. As we start this hour here at the Broadcast Plaza in Teleport, you got Speedy and you got Stretch Armstrong. And at various locations, out across uh, Sweet Home, Alabama, that's our home state and where we broadcast from most every day out to you, the world. We have the real Greg Burgess, we have Helmsy, we have Adler, and uh, we'll welcome back for a brand new hour also, Mr. Bill Bubba Bussey. Hey, Bubs. Rick, Rick, glad to be here, glad to be with you, sharing together during this time of pandemic and uh if we're not doing it right, let's face it, it's the first time we've done it. That's true. You, you know, I uh, I think everybody's done a great job with it. Uh, go team. Uh, but I was um, – <laughs> I um, Go team, go. I did think about after talking to Conspiracy Eric last week, toward the end he really says we've almost achieved his utopia. And I have friends that are very, very, very sensitive to space uh, and they don't like you in their space. They don't. They don't like to be hugged. They don't want to have to stand close to someone. It's not a germ thing. They just don't like the, the for people to get for these for those people. Are they kind of digging this right now? Everybody so. has to stay at least six feet from you. Yeah. 
I mean, it's if you're kind of a germaphobe already, is the fact that you have all this space is it is it better for you than the fear of the germ, or how how are you balancing all that? Out? I know because you got to fear the germ too. You're kind of caught. Yeah, you're yeah. caught in a place here. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, you know, and two, the way we were raised, or at least I was, you know, is, is how to shake a man's hand or how to shake hands and look somebody yep. in the eye, whatever. Yep. Yep. And you just grew up that way. And so until now, I, you never really analyzed how you greet people, but but now you're made to to think about that. And it's it's like, especially me being an over-greeter, you know, I'll come up and side-hug you in a oh, second. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how you I and mean, Bubba, Bubba are going to get to the other I, side I, of this. I know, I know. It's I mean, well, tough. you know, I'm a, I'm a strange mix. I'm, I'm a social butterfly, but I'm also an only child that likes my 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 area, you know. Yeah. So it, it's, a, you know, I'm constantly battling myself. Right. right. But really, if you look at it, you have to have some sort of cold factor. And so what I've noticed, you just don't uh, hug ugly people. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, right, yeah. There's that. Narrowed it down. <laughs> <laughs> <There's> that. <laughs> what he did, what I know about now. All right, so everything is complicated now. Not, yeah. Nothing is easy anymore. So <laughs> we uh, we were thinking about, you know, I love right now, Sherry's called it, I, I just, you know, I can only be in the same place, you know, for so long. And so, and, and plus, I never feel safer than I feel at the farm. That's where I'd rather be. Yeah. I mean, because you know, I'm I'm away from the metro area. Uh, I'm in an area that has very little, you know, COVID, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and and then just people are not. I mean, you may not see another human being the yeah. whole time. I mean, not even not even remotely. So uh, I'll always call. You know, we we got to go, or hey, I need something to do. And, and Sherry's like, you, you're just. I said, I just. You know, y'all can all go with me. I don't mind that, but I can't. I, I, got, <laughs> I got to get. Go. I got to get out in some acreage. Okay. <laughs> And so, anyway. and I, th- I think that's where it's bothering me the most because I'm used to getting up and going. Yeah, yeah. and it, you, when that's you it. get up and you just walk down the stairs, yeah. it feels kind of weird. Yeah, I get excited about a Zoom meeting now. I'm like, at least that's something <laughs> on the calendar, yeah. you know. So anyway, we um, um, uh, we will have the Bible study again today too. So I always look forward to that every week, and I miss the guys being here, but love still being able to do that via technology. But so th- there were some we were thinking about. You know, it's odd because our families, other than your your nucleus, you know, you can't go see your extended family. You know, for uh, for this weekend, you, you, I mean, mm-hmm. you can't, you can't, you can't. They, you got to stay with the people you're with. You know, there's no going to see mom and dad if your parents are living. There's no going to see your cousins or your brother and your sister and mm-hmm. and and their kids. Uh, that's not that's not you're not supposed to do that. So, and you certainly don't want to put your uh, older parents, you know, at unnecessary risk with multiple people. And that's been odd because I find myself, though, checking in on them more, but seeing them less. So I guess there's yeah. some balance there. But anyway, so, um, so I, we, we have a, a, like a, a barn. The guys have seen it. No, Speedy loves it. Mm-hmm. And over the years, we tried to fix up the barn, you know, little, in little steps. And, you know, it was real rustic to begin with. And, and then, and then we kind of said, okay, let's make it a little more weatherized. So you don't have to clean the inside of it because what we like to do is we'll go down there and cook out and open up both ends of the barn and put a table oh, and you know, yeah. have tables inside the barn and, and we'll eat. So we're thinking about doing that uh, in some way, shape, or form for Easter. So uh, so so I was gonna try to get time to go and clean the barn up and be sure it's like it's like. And Bub, yesterday I got so you just not in a hurry anymore, which I guess is good. <laughs> I, I was saying I'm going to go, and there's so much stuff in here that's just here. I'm throwing it away today. Gone. I'm going to take where my rods and my lures and all that is. By the way, never imagined over the years how blessed we were. Can't tell you the number of pieces of bait 
I've been given of plastics and lures throughout. I found I could have opened an outdoor store. I could have just made the barn Rick's Outdoors. And I, I had every kind of – I didn't realize how many bags of lures and baits and yeah. plastics we've been given over the years. And, and uh, so – so are the, you like me? I've got way too much of everything except rattle traps. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because <laughs> we use them a lot, don't we? Yeah. And you and they get hung up and you lose them. But anyway, so um, I also when Sherry and I were down at the farm uh, last Sunday, uh, we caught people trying to come onto the land. It's not their land, and uh, and this has been an, an issue that I've been dealing with for years about getting more gates and and signage and all this and. And, Rick, not trespassing. Oh yeah, and and it turned out all right. I mean, it, it, it's a great off-air it, story. Well, I'll tell you that. It, well, let me tell you one thing that was weird, and and I've talked to the guy, so he knows this happened. It was a strange moment, and 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 I didn't cuss or swear or anything like that. You know, this is you know they're just still they showed a lot of progress, but there's a time when you have to be stern with somebody, or it won't work. With children, uh, with with you know, th- there is a time and place for a righteous uh, anger and intensity. And usually, my wife, especially with stuff like this, is all in on, you know, we do whatever you got to do. But it was so funny because she said she hasn't seen that side of me in so long, and she's sitting there riding shotgun with me, and I start coming in hot, asking the question I always ask: Are you ready to make an arrangement with us on helping us pay the taxes and the payment on this place? Would you what what money are you going to bring to the table since you're going to come get on our land and use it? For free, I, I, I want to let you know when when the taxes are due and all that, so you can help us. Because undoubtedly, you're gonna start using it. Mm-hmm. So, so I start coming down really, really hard and heavy on this, and I feel Sherry like poking me in the back, like turn it down. And and after we finished up, I said I, I was a little surprised by that. She goes, I was in a weird place. She goes, I was in the place where I knew this probably needed to happen, but I wish I wasn't here to see it. And, 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 and it's, it's like I kind of wanted it to end, uh, she goes, because when you go there, it gets a little scary, and I kind of was just kind of wanting it to be over, but I also knew it was necessary. And I said, well, I didn't know how to read your – it's like you were you were a volume knob. You were turning me up and then down. I, I, I said, I actually stopped before I was done because I thought you wanted me to. And I said, now I may have stopped too early. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, we, we worked it out. So what that led to was we got to have better gates – and I know that pe- there's no way to keep people off your land if they decide they're going to stop and climb something or all this. But you need to give as many determinants as you can and also to say it when you bust somebody and, and, they, and you have to try to deal with it to go, we obviously had to place Mark, we obviously had these gates, we had all this, and they knew what they were doing when they mm-hmm. came on the land, you know, all that stuff. And, uh, and plus the people who are just trying to casually do it say, yeah, it's not worth the hassle to try to get my four-wheeler or, or stuff through the woods. And, you know, you just try to deter the best you can. And uh, and so that leads to I need to meet Gary uh, while I'm going to the farm yesterday because we're trying to get a game plan, you know. And Gary, you know Gary, he 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 was so disappointed. You know how Gary's been wanting to shoot somebody. Oh, I mean, I know. I mean and, he wants to hold him at gunpoint. Yeah, and he hey, let me tell you something. They they better be thankful that they ran into you and Sherry because if they had run into me, <laughs> he said that I'd have held them there with what any means necessary to the law got there. So what would have happened? Because and we the process. He's done it before. I can yeah, I can yeah. attest to that. So when we come back, Gary and I are trying to talk about gates in the great outdoors while keeping six feet or more apart, and it was hilarious. I mean, it was. Hey, first thing we got to be thinking about is that is that that COVID virus. 
He said, what about the Cubby? I said, you mean COVID-19? Yeah, Cubby-19. And I said, well, well, we'll have to just talk to each other loudly. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, so 21 minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba show. We're back. Thanks for being with us today. So I'm talking to the guys, and um, so, you know, now I need to go down and, and meet with Gary at the farm to to talk. And, and Gary's already trying to get everything nice for, for this upcoming weekend as, uh, as we celebrate uh, uh, the, the resurrection and spend time together on Easter and and all this, and so he, he, we're, we're trying to think. He said, "Hey, we got to watch this. It's, uh, it's Covey nineteen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been down there too late, and, and even Gwen and I are separated because she works at that pharmacy." <laughs> I asked him, "I said, are you ever going back to live with Gwen in the same house?" <laughs> well, I mean, not long, not not till I know. <laughs> and so, so, so anyway, um, <laughs> not till I know. And so, so he, uh, so I get there, and he's our, he's he's you know cutting grass and all that, so we have plenty of distance. Okay, and he he just gives me a. You know, waves at me like that, and then he hollers, you know, from from the lawnmower. Okay. Hey, hey, won't you go in there and work on the barn until I finish this up? How far you think? Hey, how far you think six feet is? And I was like, Gary, we we can we can work out the the six feet thing. Don't don't worry about that. So now picture me inside the barn, okay? And I'm sweeping and I'm moving stuff and I'm cleaning and I'm 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 wiping down the little sink in there. And you, of course you got to go in there and take care of the bathroom. And so I hear, I hear coming up, you know, by outside, I can hear like weed eaters and stuff getting closer. And then all of a sudden through, through the wood paneling in the garage. Hey, hey, I'm done out here. What are you doing in there in the barn? And I was like, well, Gary, why don't you, why don't you come on in? And hey, hi, it's more than six feet out there to the garage. And I said, yeah. To what? I hear the garage. And I said, Gary, I, th- I think I think you're at lawnmower. You done knocked down one of my things to open to, to, to open up. You done knocked down one of my things to open up the the barn door. You know how you have to open up and then yeah. you, you want they're, to play. They're even talking behind the uh, the wall again. <laughs> hey, you done in there in the barn? How far is it out there at the garage? You got your ATV. You gonna do the Kubota today, sir? And I said, Well, Gary, I said you're gonna have to meet me. Hey, where are we gonna meet? And I'm trying to, I can't hear what he's saying. And I'm like, Gary, what are you talking about? Like, and I said, Gary, move to where the law, the wall's not as thick. Move, move. That's all I can think of, Rick. That's what fast food workers hear. What I noticed, Bubba, this is going to slay you. I had to get him away from insulation. As long uh, as there was insulation, because you know we'd weatherize part of the barn, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't hear what he was saying. Oh, that's fine. And, uh, Good and, night. and, and so, uh, nice so anyway, um, <laughs> so I, I, I said, Gary, I'm almost done. Hey, can you just kind of stop what you're doing? Cause I'm trying to get out here and beat the rain. You know, like, and I said, what'd you <laughs> what? say? You, you're in pain. Oh, the rain, and the rain's coming. I said, <laughs> are you saying rain? Say precipitate. And like that, and I said, okay, so, because it was about to rain, and so then you almost have to do the thing where you're like in two different vehicles, you know what I mean, and and you're trying to head up to talk about gates, (laughs) and so so then we get up there, and it's, hey, 
Hold up right there. I think that's about six feet. And I said, I said, Gary, you got me at 40 feet, Gary. I'm 40 feet. I can't, we can't shout to each other. Gary, Gary, we're, we're having to shout. Well, I mean, I mean, six feet's good and 40 feet to your middle. And I said, well, yeah, but I, we're shouting, Gary. We're having to holler at each other. And um, Is this what she wants me to put the first gate? You want a fence or you want a gate? And I said, what did you say, Gary? Because now he's got the mask on, you know, that yeah, he's been oh, taking. Oh, you got yeah. that to deal with, too, yeah, right? Sure. Bring his mask out in public. Yeah, uh, <laughs> sure. Hey, so this is now it's become shouting. So let me tell you what it is now. <laughs> and I, I'm like, Gary, raise your right hand if you, you said fence or gate. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then he puts his hands up. And, uh, and I said, well, I guess we need right here. You're right. This is too big for a gate. We'll do a fence right here. You think she wants to be like a little And I said, did you say what, Bob Wire? I'm going to say no to Bob Wire. Well, I mean, you know, you can hate Sherry Bowie. And I said, no, no, we don't want Bob Wire. take the mask off. And uh, let's, just, let's, just do the, let's just do the whole wooden fence uh, like you have here. I think that. Well, I mean, it will be a little bit pretty. <laughs> and I said, okay, well, let's. I think uh, you said it would look nicer. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's it. So I have to go through this uh, this whole routine. Yeah, and uh, and then and then he got angry because I showed him where people had snuck in. And then and then and then he looks over at the ball bar fence that he's tried to put some sort of something. You know, the, the city tries to keep him from coming in there, too. I'll tell you what. I mean, how you can't even have none. This ain't me. It's like you got kind of where you couldn't breathe. What'd you say, Gary? And, you know, he, like he sucked in at the wrong time. You know what I mean? And you, and you, you see it got to come in on his own. I mean, you can't even have that. You know, and so it's, it's just not even the same. So, so Gary and I had to do that. Now, keep in mind, there's three different places we got to go to talk gates and uh-huh. to talk fences and to get signage yeah. uh, in an area that's probably – I guess where we're there, we're trying to deal with it's, it's a little less than 300 acres worth of stuff, but that's still this way of communicating. You don't realize something like this is not that big a deal if it's like a quick, short conversation. But if you're trying to game plan and really talk something out, it is it is the most bizarre. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> so he just wouldn't take it off. Huh? Well, no. I, I just I just kept picturing him, him in a mask. <laughs> but the one that kill you is when he was just a voice on the other side of the wall. <laughs> In the barn. That's that's the part that was so fantastic. <laughs> see, I, I think I think this has got Gary a little spooked. Yeah. Well, Rick, he won't see his wife. Hey, let me tell you, Gwen, she's too exposed. And I was like, well, G- Gary, you can't. There, one day you'll have to go back in the house where you are. Well, who says that? <laughs> well, most people. You yeah, know, it's yeah. it's uh, so. So I, I hey, don't know. I, I, Rick, I was talking to him the other day. And he said, you know, he's at the lake house and yeah. mm-hmm. wins at the other house. Down he lake said Mitchell. she came by and stayed a night and he said they hardly talked to each other. And she ended up just going on to work next day and said, when this thing's over, I'll just see you again. Cause he won't, he won't get around her. He's scared to death of her. Hey, let me tell you why, Hamsley. <laughs> you, you're supposed to, ain't no need to take unnecessary chances. And, you know, my life, what I do down here in Jimerson is, you know, I mean, I pretty much keep away from folks. And uh, hey Rick, hold up just a second. I said, Gary, I'm at I'm at twenty feet. <laughs> hey, just can you hear me? Let's back up. Just you want to fence right here. You think a gate? 
If you got Rick, maybe y'all could pull the vehicle side by side yeah. and just talk on the cell phone. <laughs> there you go. And you know what? That probably like would have made isolation that, chambers. That would have yeah. that would have made that would have been more sense. Except you know, he he never has good cell service. Of course not. I mean, you can't even have nothing. You can't. You can't. You can't even. And uh, so well, is he uh, is he nervous about getting the place nice for this weekend, knowing Sherry's going to come evaluate? Yeah, is he a little nervous. Yeah, about I, it? I messed with him. I said, "Hey, won't you? You can come stand up on the hill and watch us. We come over here for Easter." Nah, I'm just gonna stay down at Lake Mitchell. And I said, okay. Well, so I don't know what his plan is right. with his with with his with. We see Gwen on Sunday. I don't know. <laughs> so so that was that was my experience of the simplest things now are are are, are complicated. Yeah, great. When you're experiencing anybody oh, new, that's uh, not in time. You can't get nothing done. You just I mean, you now. can't, Bubba. You can't even have nothing. Man, you can't even you can't even have a life. You can't even talk about gates and fences and. And, and stuff like that and go down to, you know, the, the city diner, you know, and have something. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Sometimes you have to ask yourself, why am I listening to this? Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Come on with it. All right, so uh, and, it, and we had a caller about this today that has already gotten their tickets uh, and their game plan to be at the Gridiron Men's Conference coming up Father's Day weekend. Uh, it'll be in Huntsville for the first time ever, and uh, David Jeremiah will be speaking. Uh, Steve Farrar will be speaking. We hope and pray uh, that uh, you know we'll have a, a great story on how Charles Billingsley has beaten COVID nineteen because he does have it right now. He's on I think maybe day nine or ten of that so continue to keep him in your prayers uh but also uh larry the cable guy who's uh, become a new follower of jesus will be giving his testimony uh and being interviewed there by uh by uh, uh our our friend um phil waldrop he'll also be speaking he'll do an interview with larry and be speaking uh and i get to join the crew again this year so i'm excited about it one of my favorite events every other year and, and every year so i speak there every other year and then try to watch it uh, or be there Every year, go to GrinIronMen.com or RickandBubba.com under the sponsors and start making your arrangements uh, to be with us. So uh, here we are, so many things being affected. Michael Coleman, executive director uh, of the Jimmy Hell Mission and representing your your Christian-based uh, missions all over the country, the CityGate Mission Network, if you want to learn, out, learn more about the local uh, mission that is near you, that is Christ-centered, uh, the, true, the, the, the true healing that all of us are are desiring and in need of. Let me ask you this first, Michael. Welcome to Rick and Bubba. I hope you're okay. Thanks, guys. Doing well. Uh, zoom, zoom on in here. Uh, so we, uh, we first of all, I want to ask about the the obvious question: COVID nineteen versus those that uh, have nowhere to live. Uh, you guys, obviously, um, the need for you know missions and uh, and helping the, the homeless and those that are down on their luck. Uh, it, it hasn't gone away just because we have a virus. And a pandemic, uh, tell me how that's uh, affecting what you guys do. Well, it's been a real challenge. Um, we had to actually close our, our doors uh, in order to protect the clients that we currently have as they're going, they're continuing to go through their programming, uh, dealing with addiction, dealing with uh, their life skills, dealing with their education, dealing with all those things to help restore them back to self sufficiency and to return them back to their communities. But we've not been able to see uh, an influx of people simply because we have to protect those that we have. So that's the mode you went into. Those that are already here, we continue to serve you and take care of you. 
but I also want to talk about probably the the elephant in the room, and I'm hearing this from churches and and charities and and, uh, and ministries all over the country. Uh, is and people are afraid, and we understand that. And and you know, cash is king. Uh, but um, how how how's it going as far as donations are concerned? We've seen an initial drop, and we think that's even going to play over into our, you know, Easter is our second largest time of giving outside of end of the year around Christmas and end of year donations. And so we, we're waiting to see what that looks like. Um, but we, we understand that there's a lot of anxiety right now with families, a lot of uncertainty, um, not knowing what's coming next. Um, and so um, this is where it's so important to have our faith that we understand that that God is, is in control and he's going to take care of us. We, we might see some hard times going through this, but we know that God has blessed this ministry. God has blessed other rescue missions and he's going to ultimately see us through this. So we're not wringing our hands about it. We understand what's going on in families and we would never want a family to support us and hurt their own uh, families. We, I know that has to be their priority, but we are reaching out for those who have the ability um, to continue to support us, we're we're certainly very thankful for those who have done so. Well, that's where Michael, the, it's, yeah. it's always a tough situation, but I mean, this just makes it extremely tough, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, and I'll tell you though, it's it's very interesting when you look back to the week leading up to the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. You know, it's so funny how the disciples had such a different picture of what was going to happen. Here's here's Jesus; he's going to be our king. He's going to liberate us from Roman rule, and then in just a matter of a few days. Uh, seeing him hang from the cross, their whole world was thrown upside down and they had a new reality. But in just a few days after Jesus appeared to them, what they what they really learned through that was that God was in control the whole time and he was working through that. And right now we're in that dark time of our worlds being changed and there's a lot of fear created. I'm excited about what's coming. And that's when we recognize what God actually is doing through this very difficult time. And, and that applies here as well. So it's a great teaching opportunity for our clients to let them know that as difficult as this time is, uh, this is why faith is so important to understand that God's got all this and he's going to sort all this out and, and he's going to ultimately uh, bless us uh, through our faith. You know, you think about it, Michael, you hit on it. I mean, of all weeks, th- this being the week, we've talked about this a good bit, but it's worth stating again, as you did, you know, this is supposed to be the peak and, and when the wor- the news is the gloomiest and, and all of this, and you hit on it. We, we're walk- walking through the Gospel of John right now on the Wednesday Bible study, and we just finished the part you just talked about where Jesus understands clearly that the disciples are claiming they understand what's going to happen, but they don't. And he's saying, you're really about to have a meltdown. You're going to be scattered. You're going to be, you're not going to believe what's happening when you see me hanging on that cross because you don't understand it. And you're going to think this is the end and, and he's preparing them for it. And they're, they they keep doing, yeah, yeah, we got it. He's like, no, you really don't. You really don't know. But, but that sorrow is going to turn to joy when, when all of a sudden I come walking back after the resurrection, once you get over your initial fear that, Hey, I'm back, especially since y'all scattered and left me. But, but then, but then he comes back and then he spends the next 40 days preparing them and them seeing, as you just said, Michael, perfectly that he was in control the the whole way. I love what, what Steve Farrar said the other day. He said, nothing is out of control right now. It's all still under his control. Just as this week, him going to the cross was completely under his control, and so is this. That's right. It's always been a problem within the faith community that is, as long as we have our jobs going, as long as we have the good bank account, 
we all stand up and say we're people of faith and, and we're trusting God. And But when all that begins to go away and that safety net uh, is taken away, that's where it really, where God is speaking to us and giving us an opportunity to really say, is my faith what I think it is? And uh, so it's a good time of evaluation for all of us, but it's also a good time that, that as we're living this out with our clients, one of the things that's so important for us is that we want our clients to to not only hear about Jesus, but to see that. And so if we as a staff and we as an organization are people who wring our hands when things difficult times come up, then they're like, well, that's what the world does. And so we're really trying to model that, hey, uh, we know it's tough. We know it's a challenge. Um, God's doing some things. There's going to be some suffering. And, and my heart just goes out to all those families that are dealing with this and uh, all the anxiety that's been created about the, the loss of jobs. And so none of that is taken lightly. But it's just a matter of it's in God's hands and he's going to sort this out and he's going to do great things through it. And that's what's, why faith is, is just has to be the foundation of everything that we are. Michael, looking at something is kind of, to me, a glaring test with exactly what you guys have been doing for a long, long time is I think God is teaching empathy through all of this as well. You know, we the, the biggest illusion that we all have is that somehow we got to a point where we can look around and go, hey, we're safe now. I'm, I'm safe with my income. I'm safe with my finances. I'm safe with my health. I'm safe. I'm safe. I'm safe. I'm safe. And then you get to the point where you don't really empathize with people uh, that, you know, right now, people who've never thought about it before said, I could end up homeless. I, I could end up in the same position that these men and women, I know you have a, you, you have another ministry for women as well, but uh, we, I, for the first time, a lot of people are realizing, wait a minute, I could end up in that situation. That is such a great point. One of the highlight, one of the stories that we're highlighting during this Easter season is a is a gentleman who was married, um, and his wife was murdered, and mm. then he went into this big spiral of addiction, and through that lost everything and ended up uh, being homeless and not having a next place to go. And one of the unique things we do, of course, we have Royal Pines, which is our addiction uh, uh, recovery. In Hayden, but we also do that same addiction recovery now here at, at Jimmy Hill Mission, and and what that enables us to do is is reach out to people who don't have insurance, don't have the ability, that end up homeless, but but we're able to deal with those underlying deep issues like addiction, but we do it in a relational way that says you matter to me, you are created in the image of God, you, so therefore you matter to God, you matter to us. We're going to come into this relationship with you, and we're going to help you in a very Christ-like relationship, walk you out of that. But stories like that show us that it could be any of us that crash and burn like that through addiction or through brokenness or through some type of trauma could end up on the streets very, very easily. Well, if you want to find out more about it, obviously where we all live, Jimmy Hill Mission has been serving forever, and we have their their uh, information and show notes. But if you would like to find the Christ-centered local mission in your area, go to CityGate Mission Network. Uh, dot org and uh, all that information there or if you say i can't remember all that just go to rickandbubba.com look in show notes and it's there and 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 now more than ever on this week when when we all realize that that the only hope is truly found in christ that he went to the cross and and and, and became the the cure for the ultimate pandemic and that is sin uh that you know if you're if you're trying to take care of anyone's problem and you don't take care of that that's not at the center of it I mean, it's kind of like what Jesus said. Look, you can drink from this well all you want to. You're just going to be thirsty again until you experience the living water, and then you won't ever thirst again. And uh, so thanks for what you guys are doing. We've got all that information uh, there in show notes. And um, just know that 
you are you I know you're not you're not worried about it you're not acting like the world would act uh, but it is a time for all of us to pray over organizations like yours because maybe we uh, can relate to them a little more now than maybe we did uh, four or five weeks ago. Yeah, I, I agree completely. And, and we have continued to be blessed by people. I'll just end with this last. I've been so encouraged by the one thing that's come out of this is they said record sales of Bibles are taking place. Yep. And so yep. one of my prayers is this. People are de- delving into God's word, that he speaks to them, and, and that this time of darkness really – elevates the spiritual need in, in people's lives and, and, and come to know the, the comfort and peace that rest in our Savior. Well said, Michael Coleman. Thank you, Michael. Uh, Executive you Director. Guys, appreciate it. Jimmy Hell Mission. Thanks for being with us. We'll come back and remember all the details are there, uh, not only for Jimmy Hell Mission, uh, but uh, other CityGate Mission networks uh, all across our country. And that website is also in show notes at Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and.com. Phone calls and anything we may have missed this hour coming up. Right after this break. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. Phone calls, phone calls, phone calls. Lines are available. You can join us. Don't forget, uh, today, Wednesday Bible study is back. Uh, we're in the Gospel of John, and with it being Holy Week, it has worked out that we are actually going to talk about uh, the betrayal and arrest of, uh, of Jesus Christ uh, this week and unpack that today and then get to the resurrection uh, and the crucifixion uh, coming up next week. So uh, all that uh, on each side of uh, the actual weekend that we remember that when it took place. So anyway, that's happening at noon uh, right here on our YouTube channel. Uh, that'll be live and then archived after for you to watch or listen to on whatever is best for you. So let's start with Curtis. Curtis is is out of Alabama. He's got 30 seconds. Curtis, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go right ahead. What up, fellas? How are y'all doing today? We're doing good, man. I hope you're okay. I'm doing good. Hey, I I saw yesterday that ESPN is contemplating about moving Fowler and Herb Street to Monday Night Football and pulling them out of the college game. Let's see what y'all thought about that. Well, you know why, don't you? That's Why a, that? That's a signal there won't be any college football this season. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, said that it wasn't going to happen, so. Here we go. The NFL's going to make this, this is This is just, we got to have something to talk about. Look, we got to talk about something. It, it's a move. That's a signal. You should read something into that. That's what that's about. Have you, Rick, are yep. you aware that some of the NBA players are having a virtual online tournament? Yeah. And Hunter's been watching that here at home, and you, you, they're just sitting watching them play basketball against each other on yeah. on a in a game. I, I, Brady's been doing the same. So this is just like the virtual racing that right. they yeah that oh yeah. yeah yeah. This is sad. I mean, very, I mean, very sad. But you know, hey, if you, you know what they said? Hey, we what we're gonna do with Fowler and Herb Street? Somebody says we'll push them over to the NFL. They're not gonna have any work if we don't. Mm-hmm. We continue. Well, they, Greg, Greg, I think they're just trying to come out with something. That people can talk about. Well, we are talking about it. We're looking at what they've it means. covered everything. They've covered the goats and everything. They've done this. Mm-hmm. They, hey, hey, there's Hunter Buzz. There. There's hey, Hunter Buzz. Hey. hey, Hunter Buzz. Hunter. Good morning. How's it going? We're good, man. How about you? <laughs> good. I'm ready for this to be over. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Join the club on that one, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, <laughs> I mean, uh, social distance. That uh-huh. we continue. Uh, we go to Glenn in Birmingham. Hey, Glenn. How about it? Hey, Green Acres. Yeah, thanks for uh, the call, Glenn. Appreciate that very much. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, I saw on Tucker Carlson, um, he was talking uh, about a video that went out with the leader of the World Health Organization talking, discussing about um, potentially coming into people's homes and removing certain people um, because of this sickness or something like that. And I didn't know if y'all have already discussed that or even know about it. Hey, how about this? I, I, have, I, I heard something about that, but did you see yesterday, finally Trump, has turned on the World Health Organization. Oh, yeah. And you know, oh, yeah. And you know how he does, and I got to laugh because, you know, he, he's just thinking out loud is what he does. <laughs> his, his language, yeah. too. I love it. Yeah, the, uh, I got to reconsider the uh, what we're going to stop our donations to that right now, our funding. I missed the call. I missed it. Well, Didn't make the call. Well, uh, you know, uh, tremendous. tremendous. He, he didn't say we're just going to we, we're gonna look at it or we're going to investigate it. He said we might put a, a powerful hold on powerful. the money. That was it, powerful. Because yeah. yeah. he always has hold. to put the powerful, tremendous, yeah. big, uh, <laughs> big, 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 all that. It was funny. He was just, I love it. I really bottom do. line is he was thinking out loud, hey, look, the more I find out about this bunch, I don't like them, and, and I'm cutting off the money to them. It's going <laughs> to yep. be a powerful hold on our, on our investment. Uh, hey, they're, they're, they're dirty. That's, that, that's a, you, we can't trust them. We continue, uh, and they, how about this? Go, that, go look at their global warming stuff. It'll yeah, really make yeah, and, and good luck if you're going to come up in down here where we live and come in people's houses and start dragging people out. Good luck with that. Yeah. Uh, we continue. Let's go to um, an anonymous caller out of Alabama. Uh, anonymous, 30 seconds. Go ahead. What's up, guys? I just want to say that uh, John 316 takes care of COVID-19 any day. Celebrating the Holy Week, Passover at the same time is all great. 25 years of listening to Rick and Bubba. I love you guys. You keep me going. Thank you all so much. Rick Burgess, I apologize for the times I was mean over the years. Love you guys, man. Y'all keep it up. The great work. Love you, buddy. I, hear, I got a ticket. I got a ticket. I need to hear that, bro. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. It's usually here at the, at the same time. Thank you, Anonymous caller. Thank yeah, you, Anonymous. Yeah. Uh, we continue. Uh, let's go to Greg in Columbus, Mississippi. Greg, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, I did watch a dirt track I race last night just for entertainment. Nope. Okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, Helms, uh, are are you using that microphone as maybe a prosthetic to be the new Pinocchio in the Geico commercials? We <laughs> <laughs> <New> were. <word. laughs> That's so good. That's so good. That's real good. good. Scott in Andalusia, 1077. Scott, go ahead, 30 seconds. What's going on, Biggins? You, buddy. All right, man. Well, look, just right off the top of my head, I'm thinking that this whole COVID-19, what the point that people is missing is our God is a very just God, and there's nothing that happens that he is not in control of. And personally, and from a spiritual point of view, I think this is his way, since he's been more than patient with people, to try to bring his people back to him. Yeah, and you, we've seen this throughout history, and you see this throughout Scripture. That this matter of fact, if you decide to do a study uh, through uh, through Kings, it's just a it's just a never ending cycle of the people are in good shape with God. Then they do what is evil in the sight of the Lord. He crushes them. They they bring themselves back. They come back. They get in good shape again. Then they do what is evil in the sight of the Lord. He crushes them again. Uh, yeah, this has been going on ever since the fall, uh, no doubt. Uh, we continue. Let's go to uh, Chris in Pensacola. Chris, welcome to the program. Go ahead. Morning, Biggins. Hey. I was just listening to you guys talking about Gary earlier. Why does Gary sound like Chilton County's version of Darth Vader? <laughs> well, I mean, we uh, we's practicing social distance. I have a mask on. And I was also standing out as far away from Rick. We couldn't hear. We couldn't get that mask and that's what they told me about him. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, so you, <laughs> you got you to gotta watch that, Covey. 
Uh, let's go to Andrew. Andrew, welcome to Rick and Bubba. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, I just noticed uh, Bubba's house and uh, Adler's house. How lucrative is the radio business? How you, well do you get, get paid? How, uh, we, how we, good is it? We, we do pretty good. That's great, man. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, you look at Adler with all that fencing, you can't hide it. Right. You, you, you can't hide it. No. Huh? Dog farm out there. That's right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And then you got coach. I, I mean, literally did that myself for as cheap as I possibly could. Mm-hmm. Loaded. Uh, look, we're going to have to be, I'm going to have to talk to you about some things about your new baby. You don't want them to grow up all spoiled and, and not, you know, not know what it's like out there to struggle a little bit. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.